Wiradjuri language has been passed down to me by my pop, Stan Grant Sr. He has spent a lifetime dedicated to revitalising the Wiradjuri language for our people. Together with linguist the late John Rudder, he wrote the first Wiradjuri language dictionary and other teaching resources. He has travelled all across Wiradjuri Nurembung, Wiradjuri country, to teach language at schools, TAFEs, juvenile detention centres, jails and wherever he could to teach language. Pop's life's wish is to see his language spoken again, and the legacy that he is passing down is one I feel honoured to continue, not just as a Wiradjuri person, but as his oldest grandchild. The Wiradjuri Language, Culture and Heritage course was set up at the Charles Sturt University, and over the years the course has continued to flourish and grow in enrolments year on year. Last year, along with my auntie and cousins, I graduated from the course with my pop there to witness our achievements. And also last year, my pop received the NAIDOC Lifetime Achievement Award at the 2022 NAIDOC Awards for his lifetime of work revitalising the Wiradjuri language. I was lucky enough to sit down and interview Letitia Harris, who is the language teacher at Charles Sturt University for the Wiradjuri Language, Culture and Heritage course. She speaks to us about her language journey and pathway to teaching language, the future of Wiradjuri language, and the elders that have inspired her and had an impact on her life. Firstly, can you please introduce yourself in Wiradjuri and give the listeners a quick introduction as to what you said and the background of introducing yourself in language? Ngati Bapin Bala Ray Harris, Ngati Batin Bala Viola Ingram, married name Harris, Bala Tu Kuyal Darangilang. So I just said, today my name is Letitia Harris. My family are Ingrams and Kemps. My father is Ray Harris, my grandmother is uh, Viola Ingram, and I belong to. Kuyal Creek, that is my people and my identity. And when did you first start your Wiradjuri language journey? This is pretty deadly. So firstly, I was an Aboriginal education assistant at St. Clair's College in Canberra and your grandfather was working for ACT Education and I was working for Catholic Ed. Um, Arnie Judy Harris, I said, I want, I want Uncle Stan Grant to come in and speak to students. You know, my dad and my uncle knew Uncle Stan really well and Honey Judy Harris, she says to me, just ask him. And Uncle Stan said, I work for public education and you work for Catholic education. And he went to the powers that be there, uh, the director at the time, and he said, now I've got this girl, she wants me to come into the school. And I was like 18 or 19, so young. They said to him, Stan, you can do whatever you want. That's fine, you can do it. And he went, great. Oh, anyway, blew my mind. He came into the school and I was so wrapped, it was so deadly. And when he came into the class, and I went real proud, I'm going to introduce Uncle Stan Grant. And like, mm, yeah, and he can speak language. It's so solid. Anyway, he told me to sit down. <laughs> sit down over there, Bob. Um, and then he got up and he introduced himself in fluent Radri, and I felt electricity in my body. And it was like my body knew it. My Everything knew it. It was just like every hair on my body stood up and it just lifted me. Like I'd never felt anything like that before hearing my language. And that was the first time I've ever heard it fluent. Then six years later, I'm in Sydney and I found Uncle Christopher Kirkbright and his Cheryl Riley 
and Uncle Borlinger Gummel, which is George Fisher. Um, and Auntie Cheryl Riley and Uncle Borlinger, they're past now. And they were running a Wiradjuri language class at Alexandra Community Centre. And I found them. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, language, oh my gosh. I was so thirsty for it. I went there and they did um, once a week night classes. And then Uncle Stan, we'd, we'd only had four classes. Uncle Stan turns up. And, and this is hilarious story. I love this bit. He comes to class and he sees me and he asked me this question. Yama Bapin Numarang, is your dad good? Now, I only heard that first yama, so I knew there was a yes, no response. And dad, I had Bapin. So I just went, Nawa. So I look real deadly, even though I didn't know exactly what he was saying. And for the listeners, Nawa means yes in Marathi. (laughs) And so I look real deadly. (laughs) That experience of like, he was really proud of me that I'd sort of come and actually chase the language. Now, I then lived with Auntie Cheryl O'Reilly and worked with Uncle Uncle Gidge and Uncle Borolinga on language resources and... There was classes in school and we'd travel back on country and teach on weekends and stuff like that. And I was really blessed. I was their shadow until they made me start teaching. But, you know, Uncle Stan said he saw something in me. Uncle Gidge said he saw something in me. And Cheryl said she saw something in me and, and Uncle Borlinger saw something in me. But they all instructed me to teach. And then I moved back to Kara. In all of this, I'd had my son, Yingamara, and got a job at the school. Before long, they found out that I could speak language. I met Harry Lambsett. He was like, teach me language. Uncle, I still obviously always talking to your pop, uh, ringing him up and saying, oh, they want me to <laughs> do some language at this school. And he said, yeah, well, you know, make sure the mob there are happy with it and go for it. And um, started getting rhythm in some teaching a few little year seven loat classes and stuff like that and he says the Tumet elders ring Uncle Stan and ask him if he would come and teach TAFE class for them a cert one two or three Uncle Stan rings me says I want you to do it Bob so I meet with the elders I bring Harry with me so Harry Lamphead along and we start teaching in Tumet to the elders after they approved us so we started teaching TAFE there in Tumut. And also within that time, the grad cert. So two years before the Radri graduate certificate had started, Uncle Stan is ringing me saying, you have to do this course. <laughs> I'm like, I will, Uncle, I will. So Harry and I, we come and we do the course, you know. Now Uncle Stan is teaching the class and he's talking to the students and he's getting them to say, and he was just getting them to respond like, and means where are you? And they are responding as if they're somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, Tarada, you know, I'm at Tara. I say, Baladungena, Yamando Mogange. It says, I'm here, are you blind? <laughs> Uncle Stan cracked up, but did the graduate certificate. My last subject, we had the new cohort of students coming in, and Uncle Stan said, You're going to be teaching in the mornings. And we went to walk out to go to our class, and he said, Where are you going? And he laughed and he said, no, you're teaching now. And he got us to keep teaching for the rest of that week. And from that, he continues and continues now to instruct what teaching uh, we do and how we do it. And that's my language journey and I, and I teach here, instructed by your pop. 
And what does it mean to you to be continuing such a legacy for Wiradjuri people and playing such a vital role in language continuation and making sure that it is being passed down? It means everything to me. I think all of us have this dream, especially your grandfather, Uncle Christopher Kirkbrook, Aunty Cheryl Riley and Uncle Borlinger had the dream of our people speaking fluent language, having fluent language back. It's so much bigger than us. It is our everything. It describes our culture, our spirit, our connection, our relation to everything else. It is our identity. To have that responsibility of passing it on, whoa, it's intense, but it is so, so special. And I feel so honoured and so privileged. And there's so much that I've been blessed by having my language. I don't think that I would have been able to have coped with a lot of things had I not had my language and culture to lift me. And I feel like passing that on helps my people cope and heal. And this year's NAIDOC theme is celebrating our elders. And last year, POP received the NAIDOC Lifetime Achievement Award at the 2022 uh, NAIDOC Awards. And it was such an honour, not just for Pop, but for our whole family and also the Charleston University family that he works alongside, that makes sure his vision is being kept alive. What was that moment like for you when you saw him receive such special recognition for his lifetime of language revitalisation work? He is phenomenal. He is brilliant and he has worked so hard. And honestly, we look at what we have today. We've got it because of him. It's because of the elders that directed him as well. It's because of all that hard work. We have that. We have this dictionary that we can hold. We've got the tactile resources that we can actually hold on to and actually hear him speak. We can move forward with reclamation and we can become a community of speakers because of the work that he's done. I'm grateful that they recognised him and see all the hard work that he's done. And the theme for NAIDOC this year is all about celebrating our elders. What elders inspire you and have made an impact on your life? The people in my language world, they're my family. You know, Uncle Stan, phenomenal. The elders that lifted me and who I stand on their shoulders our Uncle Stan Grant, Uncle Christopher Kirkbride, Aunty Cheryl Riley, Uncle Borlinger Gummel. They're the people that little wonderbine naughty girl <laughs> under their wing and proper taught me and guided me and actually nurtured me so that I could be strong. I'm nothing without all of them. I couldn't stand without them. But I've also got other elders that are constantly lifting me as well. They're just not in the language Space. But we're talking about your pop, I'd just like to say I couldn't have done what I am doing now without him nurturing me, lifting me, teaching me in his gentle, most loving and caring way. And if I'm paying respects to my elders and if this is for our elders, then I pay that to him, not the Goel, my other dad. And what is your vision for the future of Radri language? that we are fluent, that we have a community of speakers, that we move out of revitalisation with a few fluent speakers flooded throughout our community and we move into a community of speakers. That community of speakers have kids that are then first language speaking Wiradjuri. That's my vision. Mandongor Tish, thank you so much for your time and 
your beautiful words. It's been an honor to speak with you today. Thank you so much for sharing your journey, your vision, and everything that you love about Wiradjuri language and culture. Love you.